What are you doing and who can you work with so that you can have an even greater economic impact? What are you doing in terms of entrepreneurial excellence and influence? How are you developing your entrepreneurial skills? And then who's in your community of entrepreneurs? Welcome to the latest episode of Commerce and Chill. My name is Jessica Johnson Cope. I'm Waleed. What's good, Waleed? Everything. Oh, well, glad to hear that because you were just on a rant. So do you want to share with the people why you're ranting or you just want to jump into the episode? It's just one of those days, man. Like, I need stuff to go right. Mm-hmm. Not even go that. right. I just need people to get. What's that thing you're always saying? Get right. There's something you've been saying about people. I just need some people to get it, just get it right. Mm-hmm. I was reading a post on LinkedIn about teams. I just need majority of the people on the team to get it right. Right now, I feel like the ones on the team are getting it right are in the minority. We just need it in the majority. We need to flip the switch. There's a lot of moving parts going on. We need to get all the parts right. So if you were to shadow us right now, what you would see is um – what I like to call an entrepreneurial struggle, right? You have things working in your favor. You've established a business. You the have clients. Point. Huh? That's Maxwell Gladwell. Was, is Malcolm, Malcolm. Gladwell. Is that really the tipping point? The, the, I'm, I don't know what the book, like I read the book. Like, I, don't I don't remember. I what he's talking about when he's I'm talking just about saying the tipping point. The, to me, the tipping point that we were, I'm referring to is you're right at this point where enough goes right and it just carries you and the momentum and it's like to the moon. Or if you go the other way, it's like crash and burn. We're going bottom to the down to the bottom of the valley. <laughs> and then I got to climb all the way back up. It's that tipping point. Like it, it goes to bad, go to good. Like, come on. But you were saying, sorry. Um, and so it's what I like to call it entrepreneurial struggle. You know what you need to do. You've grown enough that you have to engage people and work with others, whether you're they're your vendors, your partners, or your employees or con- and or contractors, and things aren't always going right. You still manage to get by, but you know the way that you're doing things is not optimal. Get by. See, the key word you just said is get by. Just I'm to not, get by. It's not about getting get, by. Just to get, just to get, right. And, you know, it. it it's a great, when you get to that point in your business, it's a great time to stop press the pause button. I mean, you still got to keep doing whatever your product or service is. Um, But to reflect on what you as the leader uh, can do to change. And sometimes, as our friend Francine Chu used to say, if you can't change the people, change change the the people. people. So that's that's what we've been dealing with lately. And we've been out of the Commerce and Chill Lab for a few weeks. It's good to be back in the seat. You've been out of the lab for a few weeks. I have been. I've been here holding it down. Ain't had a haircut. Been like four weeks. I can't get an appointment at the barber. Look at me. I'm looking like some kind of that caveman from Geico when he used to crawl from under the rock in the commercials. Thanks look, for holding I, it down, yeah, buddy. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm looking all Bruh. savage. Your hair's all pressed and, and looking all baby hairs. Well, kind of on fleek. Um, <laughs> just baby hairs. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> just baby hairs. A, a, adult baby hairs. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I can't just put some eco gel in my joint and then run out the side and be like, ha. I've been on the grind. I've been on the grind um, doing my what I call E-I-E-I-O. So we have a niece. She's not yet a year and a half old. 
And just say she's not two years old. She's a year. She's like, like, why she's do like people always months. say like something is not something? She's a year. She's a year. She's a a a a, a grunting pamper eating pooing machine. No, she don't eat. She's not eating pampers. No, she's a, a pamper wearing eating pooing and grunting machine, making all kind of sounds and noises. But she's she's trying to learn how to talk, and she likes Old McDonald. That's one of her songs. And occasionally, she and her mother will engage in the back and forth, and her mother be like, "Old McDonald had a farm," and we got gas. Well, we being my mother and I, because Cope was like, mm -mm, "Not impressed." And little Layla Bug bust out, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah. Yeah, she just screamed it. Like, okay, so ha ha ha. She said, yeah, yeah, yo. Like, okay. And every, so, so everybody's impressed. You know, she's you, developing. You know what? I'll be impressed. She's one years old. She picks up an iPhone, an iPhone, not an Android, Hamlet. She picks up an iPhone, she picks up a tablet, or she does something. And not to be confused with a big iPhone, little iPhone. Right. That's a whole nother That's a whole conversation. Another episode. She picks up she picks up a device and she sends me an email and is like, Hey, Uncle Wally, got a question about uh me building a business in uh, my daycare. I'll be like, Oh, okay, now now I'm impressed. Like Shorty Rock just sent me an email to talk about how she's gonna sell graham crackers in her preschool. Then I'll be like, Oh, I'm impressed. I'm one of the first things smoking. I'm going down to go see it and talk. She's like in the background, yay! And everybody's like, ooh, we ah, look this up. It's a baby. It's supposed to do those things. Like the baby's supposed to do that. Like I don't like whatever. Like okay, I, I'm sorry. I just not blown away by that. So but so I'm glad everybody else is. It's so my yeah 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 Um, the past week and a half, I've been very much in the streets, working with some of our strategic partners, working with some of our um, colleagues and extended entrepreneurial family on three specific areas that I want to talk to you about today. Number one is economic impact. Number two is entrepreneurial influence. And number three is engagement and impact in the community. E-I-E-I-O. Okay. Um, Wait, what's the three things you can say that again? Or four things? Economic impact. Economic impact entrepreneurial influence and engagement and impact on the community and outreach another engagement and impact in the community yeah okay aka outreach yeah yeah oh those sound like really um like important so before you go and well you go ahead so you're talking about engagement in the community and what else and economic impact economic impact so i'm going to talk about economic impact okay so before we go any further I'm going to give a shout out to my man, Joe. Joe, you know who you are. And we had a long text message exchange yesterday. But when you watch this, it really wasn't yesterday because we're filming today, which will be next week. No, actually, it'll be a couple of days when you see this. So this tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, this airs tomorrow, Thursday. So, yeah, it was two days ago when we text. And I just want to say super appreciate you, Joe. Like. What did Joe do? Well, I'm working on a project, and uh, I always run a couple things. Uh, this project particularly, I've always run by different aspects of it by Joe first to get his opinion because I truly respect it, and he has great insights and a lot of experience. And he sent me a text message that was probably for iPhone users. It was the length of the screen and, and like half. Or maybe double the length of your screen if you're scrolling. If you are on Android, it'd been equivalent of like <laughs> 10 different messages. Well, if you're on Android, depending if you got one of those big ones, it was just one 
mess. It was just one screen worth of text. Um, but it was super insightful. Um, you know, he, he com- the project I'm working on, um, he's given me so much insight. I feel like the, it's the project that I'm working on with him because he's given me so much insight on it and has me taking it in not an entirely new direction, but opened up to a different way to, to make it grander than what I originally um, envisioned it. So, like, huge shout-out to Joe. So we're talking about economic wealth. Economic impact. Economic impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't even really say it's more economic impact. It's more of... of Emotional impact. Not emotional. Like, whoa. Like, like emotional intelligence impact. You're saying emotional, like Joe and I are sitting in a, in a dark no, cafe with a candle. No, that's not And we're holding hands across the table and be like, Waleed, let me tell you how you should work this uh, new project whoa, here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, no, no. But it's um, it, but emotional intelligence is important. That's right. a whole nother episode. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. But uh, yeah, thanks again, Joe. Um, can't wait till we catch up at Clean Show down in Atlanta. When is that? In July. The end of July. July. Yeah, we'll July be July thirty. We'll hitting the thirtieth through August. Clean 3rd. Show twenty twenty. So all laundromat um, heads out there, laundry heads. I should say not laundromat. Laundry heads because you could be laundromat delivery etc let's connect but yeah thanks again joe looking forward to catching up so so you were saying sorry with respect to some of the events that i've participated in the last two weeks when we talk about economic impact a friend called we were out for mother's day celebrating a mother shout out to our queens they know who they are and shout out to your queen and we hope you treated her like a queen every day not just on mother's day and mother's day was texting with a friend happy mother's day and she's like hey she's always texting i got Tickets to this dinner tomorrow. Can you come? I like to eat. So I got herbs so much. I like to eat. And the dinner was for the Robin Hood Foundation. For If, if you're not First familiar all, with the Robin Hood Foundation, not to be confused with Robin Hood trade. All I'm going to do is say, look up the Bloomberg article they did. These cats was going to space at the, at the Robin Hood dinner. So Robin, at the Jacob Javis convention. Center here in New York. Robin Hood the, is a poverty-fighting organization based in New York. <laughs> they based on the moon now. They had the capsule from Blue Origin sitting there for everybody to walk inside of. We did like, have two, the, two of Bezos gangster. brothers there in the house part yes. of the, the evening. Um, but Robin Hood is a poverty-fighting organization. They work to alleviate poverty here in moon New York rocks. City. Uh, and many of the board members represent the best of the best in financial services, whether it's banks, whether it's hedge funds. Uh, the organization was created by Paul Tudor Jones, who has a big heart and even bigger pockets. Did you bid on the, um, the seat to go into space with uh, Blue So Origin? Robin Hood has a tradition of auctioning some one-of-a-lifetime um, experiences as part of their fundraising efforts. And so this year they did auction off a seat in the next Blue Origin trip to space. And whomever purchased or won the auction was also going to win a seat for New York City school teacher to go to space so they can come back and teach their students about it. Um, And so, no, I did not bid on that. Why didn't you bid? Let me just tell you. I could have done an episode of Commerce and Chill from space. Imagine that. I could have just, we could have did it like over Zoom or what we use, Riverside. 
We could have done it over Riverside. You could have been here. We could be right next to the satellite. You could have been here, <laughs> and I'd have been next to like Bezos or whoever was in there, and I'd have been like coming to you for the next episode to come. I'd have totally been weightless. How much would it have cost? How much? How much did they end up selling it for? Eight million dollars. Son, you could have got that. It's only eight million. You could have bid that. You a baller. I'm disappointed in you. That, that would have been a cool birthday well, gift for me this year. Well, then that's opportunity for us to work towards something for next year. Like, that would have been, like, the, you could have gave me the coolest birthday gift this year. A trip to space. And truth be told, I probably wouldn't have went anyway, because I'd be like, that thing blow up while it's I'm on high. it. It's high. I don't know. You're not, not necessarily. I'd be like, that thing blow up while I'm on it. Damn. But when we talk <laughs> about economic impact, before the night was over, uh, Robin Hood had amassed over $126 million. How long was the dinner? From 6 to 10. From six to ten, so four hours they raised how much? One hundred twenty-six million. So that includes the eight million dollar winning bid for a Blue Origin. Uh, Alex Ohanian, um, he also was on was there and committed twenty-five million dollars. That's thirty-one point five million dollars an hour. Alex Ohanian, shout out to 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 young Alex. Um, he committed twenty-five million to help address early childhood development and he referenced his beautiful daughter olympia um when he talked about the work that he would like to do his values and why it matters that we donate invest. straight to robin hood yeah that we invest in early childhood he development donated 25 million you could at least got me an eight million dollar according to the research for every one dollar that so we invest it. in early childhood development we see $9 return on investment. For every $1, there's a $9 return on investment for early childhood development. So if you're not working to help in the area of childhood development, give money to somebody who will because the, the returns are um, really unlimited and make a difference. Um, so $8 million from the winning bid, $25 million from Alex Ohanian, and y'all know who he is. Google him, Mr. Serena. Um, that's mad disrespectful. You just said under your breath, Mr. Serena. That is mad. That dude, that dude has done a lot. He, he has done a lot. But you just made and it seem said, like because he, he married Serena, he said, now he's Mr. He Serena. Said, he said that he's that petty. That was mad disrespectful. He said that he's petty and he's competitive. I hope he heard you say that and he blows this episode up <laughs> and gets you and be like. Oh, you want the Redditors <laughs> to come after us? I didn't say, no, not us. Oh, okay. Let's be clear. Oh, okay. You. <laughs> And anyway. not to, it doesn't have to be read. Just Alex. Okay, no problem. And then in that addition to mad. that, the city of New York, the mayor was on hand was with deputy deputy mayor Sheena Wright. Uh, they committed a matching fifty million dollars. God damn. So everything else came from the people in the room. So fifty twenty what is it, 25, 50, twenty five? That's seventy five. Eight. That's eighty eighty one. Right, and so, I mean eighty three. And then you, you said they raised how much? 126. So the the rest of the 126 came from just people sitting there. Yeah. Like just like what bidding on stuff or donating money? Yeah. They had like, like a the donation. T- did they have the tablets at the table yeah, you could get do Yeah, the table. Get your get your phone and you would scan just scan the Q card, and make a donation. the QR code and make a donation. Dang. Money. So you may not be in a position to bid $8 million on a trip to space. You may not have $25 million laying around to one-up your spouse in the, in the philanthropy game. You may not be a city official who can write money with tax dollars uh, to commit to addressing challenges. But with whatever you have, you can use it to make an impact where Wait a minute. Hold on. Are. Time out. Who donated, what, $25 million from the tax dollars you said? 
50 million from, from the city. City, what city? City of New York. So, time out. The city of New York. <laughs> so, you. Wait a minute. You donated. Time out. Let me just understand this. So, when you were at the dinner, uh-huh. some representative from the city of the New York. The mayor of New York. Oh, the, the 114th ma- mayor of New York. Okay, so let me just understand this. So, the mayor of New York was at a Robin Hood fundraiser that's a non for profit. Yeah. And said the city of New York is going to donate $25 million. No, $50 million. Uh, whoa, whoa, $50 million. If matching so, funds. So that means that first Robin Hood had to raise $50 million, And then they would match the And f- they would match $50 million. And clearly they raised $50 million. Yeah. So a couple things here. One, I need the New York City's mayor office to send me my tax write-off form. Because if you use my tax dollars to donate to a non-for-profit, where's the kickback for me and everybody else in New York City who pay taxes that contribute to that? I think we need to get something on our tax return for that. You could just do it on the, the city. Like, you can't control the state and the feds, but the city taxes us, so can we get some kind of, like, credit or something for that? Because we all donated to this non-for-profit. That was $50 million. It just came out of New York City coffers. Um, two... Can we get some kind of like permission based move on that? Like companies hey. I own, companies I own shares in, they send me the 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 notification to say we're having a shareholders meeting or we're having a vote. Do you want to vote on X? So I know I, can we get some kind of like asking going on here before you just give away fifty million bucks? Well, There's the quite a bit of makes, things going on here in the city. The city makes economic development moves every day based on who's it's in charge, amazing. the chief executive, and, as but well then as we'll the be like, oh, we don't have enough priority. money to fix this, that, and the third here in the city. I'm really confused. Oh, Infrastructure is really weak. That's where advocacy comes in. So economic impact, that Somebody was one was area. Somebody was doing some real good advocacy that night for $50 million. One of the other areas that I was Jeez, focused on over week. the past two, two weeks, which isn't really different from anything I do on a normal, is entrepreneurial excellence and in, in Influence. Uh, I was invited to join the team of at Goldman Sachs, the um, Goldman Sachs Foundation, in the Office of Corporate Engagement, for so the launch of the Black in Business program, which is under the One Million Black Women She's Initiative. So fancy. They have selected 150 Black women solopreneurs and developed a 12-week curriculum in conjunction with Melissa Bradley and her firm, 1863 Ventures. Um, and I got a call. forgot I got a call. Um, and they are... What time's your call? Now. They are <laughs> helping to prepare these women to grow their businesses so that they won't Whoa. stay solopreneurs. That's and they'll have episode. greater revenue. Thanks so much for coming, everyone. No, no, no. So um, I'm mentoring some of the women in the program, but it's really exciting to have been around just the energy of these women because they have wonderful ideas. I was listening. Their businesses are driven by personal stories, everything from I couldn't find hair care products that suited me. I couldn't find clothes to fit me that had positive body image, imagery, wording, things that could fit me. Um, I was part of the foster care system, and I wanted to help mothers and fathers be able to style their black there's children's oppor- there's, hair. There's no lack of opportunities I, out here. I was on the verge of committing suicide with my children in the next room, and I didn't want anybody to have to go through it. I mean, just so many different stories and people take, taking their passion and their pain and turning it into business opportunities and being able to, being in a position to help them um, create profit, create legacy. Um, it was just amazing. And, you know, I, I love the team especially the, the women on the team at the corporate office of corporate engagement, because 
they've given me so many opportunities. They've poured into us and our businesses. And so to be able to pay it forward to the next, to the next generation of business owners um, was just really exciting to me. Because sometimes you think about the entrepreneurial journey, just being a, like, like you in it by yourself. And to realize there's really a community out there and people who want to help you and people that are doing the work. Um, man, like I was just, I was just full. Like, why are you making that face? I'm just listening to you. Must be nice. What happened? Because I, I was just here working. You were here working. I was here dealing with people dragging new cables in the wall. People leaving trash in front of the building. <laughs> dealing with problems. At the same time, though, you sitting up in fancy office building. At the same time, you're you're on the sandwiches. phone talking to laundry operators, aspiring laundry operators. You sitting down with young Emma. Shout out to Emma G eight. Um, talking to her about her. When did you see Emma? We saw Emma on Thursday. Where you was at? The Bronx Bankers Breakfast. Another, That's the next another point. fancy event. <laughs> She's just this should be fancy and chill. Hi, I'm fancy and I'm chill. <laughs> It's work. It's work. That's why I haven't been at the table. It's all relative. It's all relative. Whatever. It's I hate her. A, I ain't hating. You are hated. It sounds like hate. Hate, 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 hate. Yup. I'm going to the Players Haters Ball this week. This weekend. The player Haters Ball? All right, Dave <laughs> I'm going to the Players Haters Ball this weekend. <laughs> and I'm going to walk away with the trophy. <laughs> right. And, and one other thing that I did in line with um, entrepreneurial excellence and influence is I just returned from an offsite. Oh, another trip. Oh, just, with, ooh, she's just working so with, hard. Lisa. With, she's just sweating over here. Look at her. Woo. Some of my cohort members from the Ernst & Young EY Entrepreneur Access Network, EAN. Ask me how many trips I've been on in the past month. Keep going, though. You went to Brooklyn. (laughs) From Brooklyn to the Bronx, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I took a trip from one borough to the other. Yeah, because that's where you like to go. Anyway, I had the opportunity to spend some time with my EAN cohort. It was about a dozen of us. That's some hard work there, bro. No. I'm exhausted. It was magic, though. It It was was magic. magic. Because our hosts were the incredible Alex Moore and Ryan. Burkett Did y'all of go out Stratagon. We went out. For, we ate. You know I always eat. See? Oh, ladies you and gentlemen. You know I always eat. Ask me what I ate. <laughs> I ate a Subway sandwich. That's what you chose to eat. Yo, I was. I left here. It was what? Seven quarter to eight? Got a Subway sandwich. And then had to go. That's right. Get out my, what is it, Stradivarius your, violin? Your little, the tiniest. No, it's not little. I got a big one. Like, we're going to do this, do it right. My joint is, is huge violin, right? And bring me some, bring some cheese to go with my wine, too, right? Well, go ahead, finish. You You were with, it was magic. You were all out at dinner, and you was working very hard, and we you were. brought the whole group together, yes. and y'all were pontificating no, we were not on, on entrepreneurship and how you're going to change the no, world to, no, no. through making small, big, making small businesses big, and it was just so hard work. Your, your heads were at the table just exploding with all this, this, this knowledge that was just going out of everybody's ears and all you everywhere but please enlighten myself and the rest of the viewers of this monumental moment that you shared with your colleagues so you, and you flew through the country on jets 
But please, I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm on, so you I'm on the edge of my seat. So you heard me talk about the EY Entrepreneur Access Network program. I had the, the great fortune of being in the very first cohort. Mr. Cope is now in the current cohort, which is very competitive and promises to be better than our cohort. Who's, what are you talking about? Didn't you say you're competitive? Didn't you say you're going to talk to Castro Wait, and for, Diaz because y'all better? Because I know the folks in Detroit from what I hear. They they mounting up because they trying to compete. Like, we here. We better. We you heard about, about what y'all did. You talking, about, you talking about people? What are you talking about? The people that's in your magic group that you were just with? No. I don't people, know nothing about that because I wasn't included in no magic. Nobody gave me a little sack full of fairy dust and was like, woo, I ain't get no magic wand. I, I, they was just like, yo, here's a pen, here's a pad, a keyboard, and a mouse. Go do some work, man. And I was like, okay. And I'm working. Clickety clack, 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 clack. I, I didn't get all the uh, magic fairy dust and stuff you guys got flying around and sitting down together and was just. You sound like you're a real hater. Magic. I told you I'm going to win the conference this week. Hey, 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 hey. So for all of you out there who are not hating and want to see how you can potentially hating. flex your own entrepreneurial excellence I'm and influence, hating. build a community of like-minded entrepreneurs. You don't have to be in the same region or ge geography. You don't have to be in the same business or industry. But you come to the table wanting to learn and wanting to grow and that energy is infectious. And I want to give a shout out again to Alex Moore and Ryan Burkett of Strategon. They are a phenomenal um, marketing, integrated marketing agency out of North Carolina. They have offices in High Point and Charlotte, um, Charlotte Business Journal, top marketing agency. Um, they were our gracious host. We also had executive representation from the folks at EY who lead the program. So neat reader, shout out to Neat. She came up from Atlanta and really asked us questions and listened to how she could improve your experience and the experience of your peers. Wait, how's she going to improve my experience? If somebody want to improve my experience, who they got to talk to? Me. How they going to ask somebody else how to improve my... All right, so then I'm going to connect you. No, you but had a conversation. I'm just going by what you said. You said you had conversation. You, right. So, so having, that, was part having of, completed, that was part of the magic that was on. happening. Having right? completed the program, we could share our insights on things that we got and things that we missed so that they can implement it for you and your colleagues before the program ends this year. Um, we also had Malcolm Coley, who's the business lead for Charlotte area for EY. Yo, that dude is, um, he, he's the plug. That's all I can say is he's the plug. Can he um, give me some sneakers? Cause you said he the plug. I'm just trying to understand what plug, what plug he we is. We can have that conversation. He does. He does like sneakers. He likes his wine. He, he has connections, uh, but he came and talked to us. About I inventory run a little low over the soapbox. I'm just saying about the things that he's doing at EY, as well as the community leadership um, initiatives that he's involved with and um, really painted the picture of how business friendly, small business friendly, black business friendly uh, the Charlotte area is. So, you know, when we thinking about what growth looks like, what expansion looks like, sometimes it's selling more products and services. Sometimes it's setting up a new shop. So we had great, great conversations around that. And when we also had hot seat moments where we could share our challenges and get input from our, our colleagues. It's like a mastermind to me. Hey, you call it how, what you want to How much it. did you have to pay for this mastermind? Hot seat? I be hearing those terms of other people be talking about on their they mastermind Facebook group calls. Oh, I got to be in a hot seat today. Well, you asking me if I paid a membership? No, I just showed up. Oh, okay. I showed up. 
So that, you know, just reinforced, reinforced the importance of entrepreneurial excellence and influence. And while I was there, I joined my friend Inya Lawal of um, the Ascend Foundation in her program, the Academy for Women Entrepreneurs, and was able to just, well, she's share, just all over the place. share with 185 women business owners in Nigeria uh, to help them grow their businesses as well. So what, what days was this? This was May 16th and 17th. Hmm. Let me think what I did those days. Go ahead. Why you continue? I'm just um, thinking. And then, lastly, Drunk the last the two Bronx. weeks has been focused on engagement, yeah, impact, and outreach office. in the community. So, I sit on the board of the Business Initiative Corporation of New York. Didn't last week, we celebrated our annual Bronx Bankers Breakfast. Shout out to everybody so in the room here for attending and supporting. Uh, it's part of Bronx Week, where we celebrate my favorite borough in New York City, the Bronx, and our new administration, led by Borough President Vanessa L. Um, Gibson, um, and then Raphael Roger of the Business Initiative Corporation of New York. He gives great leadership to the board. So, um, you know, we show up because my dad was a founding board member for the organization. It was his vision to create the Bronx Bankers Breakfast. And so we continue to serve as a sponsor. And hopefully the work that we do will help disperse monies to small businesses across the state of New York through the SBA's 504 program to help those companies grow and reach their full potential. And then lastly, on Sunday, I went to the Bronx Zoo for Community Day. Shout out to to the Wildlife Conservation so what Society. Were you doing, mm, well, you know, dirty Wally. Who's dirty. one of our clients. Security guards not doing their job. Um, you know, sneakers, no tie. Yeah, family day. Sorry, my bad. Community day. Community day at the Bronx Zoo. At the Bronx Zoo. So while you are building your business, don't forget to be plugged into what's going in, going on locally, what's going on in your own community. Uh, I serve with John um, from WCS Wildlife Conservation Society, which happens to be one of the largest employers in the county of the Bronx. And employs more youth than almost any other employee here in the county. Um, and so John and I serve on a board together. And so because of that work, we got invited to community day and was able to take my mom and we enjoyed seeing the animals and the people and the dinosaur exhibit. If you had time, go see the dinosaur exhibit Jurassic Park. at the Bronx Zoo. It's hot. This motherfucker went to Jurassic Park. I went to Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. So it's been a very busy two weeks with lots of lessons learned. And then my, um, my thoughts for you is, again, <laughs> think about the economic impact. What are you doing and who can you work with so that you can have an even greater economic impact? What are you doing in terms of entrepreneurial excellence and influence? How are you developing your entrepreneurial skills? And then who's in your community of entrepreneurs that you can pour into one another and grow simultaneously? And then lastly, in what organizations and in what initiatives are you engaged? What? Making an impact in doing outreach. So it's not just about the dollars. It's about the sense of how you change a community. If you think about those three different areas, um, you'll find that you'll be successful personally and professionally, and you have a lot to talk about. 
And then you'll have a lot of work to do when it's all said and done. So when we're finished with this episode, I got to go back to my desk and crank out some work. Why are you laughing, Mr. Cole? <laughs> so let me just break down to summarize this episode of Commerce and Chill. So what it really breaks down to is here, it's called business dynamics. Make sure you get a partner in your business that will support the infrastructure and do all the, the grunt work. And then you could be networking and being fancy and eating cucumber sandwiches and doing all the high level stuff that like for four years from now, five years from now will turn into some really lucrative opportunities. But at the same time you get to go around and make those magic moments happen. So the key in commerce and chill today is get a business partner or partners who will support and do all the other things that are going on in the background while you go out there and really make those connections, shake those hands, and kiss those babies. Because at the end of the day, building a business, ladies and gentlemen, is all about the magic. <laughs> Did That's I summarize all that correctly? the magic we have for today. We thank you for tuning into the latest episode of Commerce and Chill. I'm not Magic Mike. I'm Jessica Johnson Cope. She's fancy and I'm chill. He's Waleed. Hit the like button, subscribe, and we'll be back next week with some tangible takeaways about how you can build your small business and you can grow professionally. That's our two cents. See you soon. We'll